The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code SGP when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code SGP to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better NBA, college basketball, and the NHL. They got you covered. Just go to uh, BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best college hoops better in the country? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free March Madness fantasy betting contest with over $8,000 in cash prizes. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is running a free bracket-style capper contest with a chance to win $5,500. To enter, just go to betterthan.vegas, and don't forget to let them know that SGP sent you. And finally, we're brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like a stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else buy the other side. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP, for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, Edge. Dot com promo code SGP. All right, welcome to the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's episode one thirty. Nine. Thank you so much for being here, those of you who can, and those of you who are listening later on the NBA Gambling Podcast feed. I'm the Sprite of Spreads, the Titan of Top Shop, the King of a One Horse Town, Ryan Rich, Fat Baby McKee. I'm the former editor director of uh, SGPN and the creator of S- NBA Gambling Podcast. But now I am on my second week at the Action Network and I'm playing hooky to do this podcast. Uh, got some great sign-up deals over at Action Network for our premium service, like 80% off or something ridiculous like that. If you want that, I'll give my jo- new job a plug. And uh, also make sure to subscribe to the Action Network YouTube channel. I'm creating a bunch of videos over there with people like Darren Ravel, Chad Millman, Amanda Rose from the Gimme Podcast, and pro sports gambler Stucky. Heck, and while you're there, uh, you know, on YouTube, give the Sports Gaming Podcast channel a follow, too. Okay, so we're going to talk about NBA picks for tonight, Friday, March 12th, in the year of our Lord, 2021. Wow, Rich Fat Baby, I didn't know you're a God-fearing man. Well, I am picking against the spread 60% clip this season, leaving all, quote-unquote, experts on tally sports, so I'm not leaving anything to chance, thanking all the greater powers that be. So, uh, of course, we're recording this live on Locker Room app. Great service. If you're listening to this on the NBA podcast feed on Spotify or Apple, make sure to check out Locker Room every 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays and get into the conversation. Already, I am joined by Zach Swiss Bank Broner and Munaf the Machine Manji, uh, all the way from Cancun. Zach, how are you doing? <laughs> That's a pretty fucking good intro right there. <laughs> Seems like you know, I I, uh, I got to bring it now that I'm just on once a week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good hearing your voice, and uh, yeah, ready to break down the slate. So good to be here with everyone listening on podcasts or locker room. What's up, everybody? Yeah, uh, Munaf, how you doing? 
I'm doing well, man. I have a fantastic view in front of me, so uh, <laughs> ready to talk some hoops with you guys. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Munaf has won so much money so far this season. He went to Cancun. That's how good he's doing on his player props. Yeah, I wanted to take a little break, uh, all-star break, and then we took a little break too. But uh, still still recording podcast, still here with you guys. And uh, I'll have a post later on for uh, player props for tonight's game. So the work doesn't stop for the Dijons. Absolutely. Okay, and uh, as you guys know, this is a live uh, app, so go ahead and request to speak if anybody wants to uh, throw in a pick or ask a question or have just some kind of crazy prediction or wants to throw in something about Top Shop. I don't know. I, I've, I've got a couple of moments. I can talk a little bit about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anybody can can jump in, request to speak, uh, which is to the detriment sometimes. We had a guy last week just come on and make moaning sounds right before jumping off. But that's how we roll here. Anything can happen. There is no safety net. Let's start with our first game. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers minus four at the Washington Wizards. I'm seeing a total of two 34 that opened at five. Lots of money coming in on the wizard side. I'm guessing since this is the second night of a back-to-back for Philly, having played and won in Chicago last night with no Simmons and Embiid. Uh, they were both out for quarantine protocol, but Embiid is expected to play tonight. Simmons unlikely. I'm seeing that Bradley Beal is questionable. He did play on Wednesday night in Memphis. Um, hard to cap this one, not knowing if Simmons is there, but where are you starting, Zach? Zach, I think you're still on mute. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, obviously the injury report is going to be interesting to look into here. I was a little surprised that uh, I thought Washington was a team that I think Munaf and I both thought could maybe get a little bit hot coming in the second half of the season. They obviously got punched by Memphis in that first game back. Um, so I would probably lean to Washington here as a home dog. Um, you know, feels like Philly, obviously they had the uh, quarantine issue with Simmons and Embiid, so waiting to see how that works out. But I will lean with Washington plus a four and a half here. Yeah, I hear you. And Terrell just wrote in in our discussion, 76ers 0-5 on a back-to-back. Uh, I like that stat. However, I think it's completely different with uh, the fact that Embiid and Simmons didn't play last night versus Embiid probably playing tonight, and we have to see about Simmons. Munaf, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think I like uh, Washington here at home getting the points. I mean, this is a spot where they kind of need a need a step up after taking that punch in the mouth against Memphis. So I, I'm always to keep your eye on on the injury report if Bradley Beal is playing tonight. Or not. Obviously, that's a significant piece for um, Washington. But um, yeah, I like the stat that Terrell put out there: 0 5 in back-to-back situations, uh, traveling, and now obviously, you know, we don't like Philly on the road, so. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Washington plus the points tonight, contingent on if uh, Bradley Beal plays tonight. Yeah, that's a big thing to watch. Uh, something to note, these teams have already met twice this season, both times in Philly, uh, with Philly winning both games straight up, but the Wizards covering uh, the spread both times. I'm not seeing any player props listed yet for this one because of the questionable players uh, any other bets we should look at, Zach or Muna, for this one? Uh, you might want to take a look at some maybe um, Embiid props for tonight. I know he's coming back from COVID, but Washington interior, I mean, is Robin Lopez or somebody else going to be able to keep up with him? I don't think so. So we might have a big game here tonight for Joel Embiid, especially having almost more than a week off here. 
Yeah, and with his teammates, uh, most of them having played last night, they'll be a little more tired. He should have fresh legs, though. Right. Yeah. I, I like the Joel Embiid props once they are listed. Uh, Zach, any thoughts on the total or anything else on this Philly-Washington game? I can see us going over 233.5. Feels like kind of two different styles and, you know, teams that have been playing high total games. So I could see over 233. Yeah. I, I hear that. I like that. Uh, okay, cool. So, um, 76ers back to back. Uh, Terrell said 0 and 5 on back to backs. Uh, so we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, Simmons and, uh, Beal still questionable. Embiid back tonight. Look at his props. Second game on the slate that I have listed. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, at the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans giving up seven and a half. I'm seeing a total of two. 28 and a half. This opened at uh, minus eight, but money coming in on the Cavs side because uh, Pelicans looked real bad last night against the Timberwolves uh, and Cleveland hot before the all-star break five and oh against the spread in the five games before that New Orleans right now sitting at one and four against the spread in their last five. Um, You know, average fans might not see this, but this two teams are really even in terms of record at least. I'm saying that Kevin Love might play, which is why there's no props, player props listed for Cavs yet. Uh, Redick is out for New Orleans. Uh, Munaf, I started with Zach last time, so Munaf, let's start with you. Uh, what are you seeing in this game, uh, Cavs-Pelicans? Yeah, I mean, last night they got blown out, obviously. Um, you know, post-game, Stan Van Gundy really ripped the New Orleans Pelicans after getting beat by one of the worst teams in the Western Conference and in the entire league. So, um, If not the worst team. Yeah, if not the worst team, right down with there with the Rockets. So um, I th- this, this, this has to be a good game for the New Orleans Pelicans, right? They have to step up in this game and, and kind of let Stan Van Gundy and their team know that, hey, we're still a good team. But the thing that's kind of scaring me here is that I feel like this is maybe a lot of points, you know, uh, New Orleans Pelicans this season as a home favorite, two and ten against the spread. So um, I think this is a game where you know we may say the a high scoring game here tonight. Um, but I think that New Orleans gets the job done. But I'm not sure that they are they're going to be able to cover the points here. Yeah, I don't like them to cover the points at all. I'm with you on that stat of as a home favorite. Uh, they've been real bad this season. And I, I liked the way the Cavs were playing. I, I feel like they were starting to really come together as a team after having uh, Drummond sit down and incorporating Allen into that starting lineup. So I like the way they looked. They should be healthy. We'll see if Kevin Love comes back. Zach, uh, what are you thinking on this game? Yeah, definitely Cleveland all the way here. I, Stan Van Gundy had some very concerning comments uh, coming off that off that loss last night saying how they had a terrible practice coming back from the all-star break. And then obviously got their shit kicked in last night. So I think this is a good spot for Cleveland. They have some good mojo coming off the all-star break. Like you said, coming in here, seven point dog, basically two teams with the same record, like you said. So I'd like the Cavs plus a seven. And um, if we get into more DGen picks, we'll get some money line here. Probably. Yeah. Um, I hear that. I actually yeah have them listed. I already put some money down on them uh, for the money line, and I have them in a parlay, which I'll give out later in the uh, episode. Uh, Terrell just wrote in our discussion, Cavs 2-0 and with four-plus days rest. That's a good thing to note as well. They should be at full strength. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on on the, on the New Orleans side. Maybe there's some uh, Brandon Ingram, Zion, butting heads of, you know, the cult of personalities. Uh, whose team is it? I know that Stan has kind of, in the media, made it seem that it's still B.I.'s team, but clearly uh, Zion is the alpha dog there in uh, on the court. So uh be an interesting game. I'm looking forward to seeing how the Cavs look and uh, seeing how New Orleans bounces back after giving Chris Finch, Minnesota, new head coach. That's his first win was last night. Uh, okay, third game on the slate. We've got the Denver Nuggets minus three and a half at the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm seeing a total of 227 and a half. Uh, this opened about minus two, minus two and a half. Money coming in on Memphis this morning. Denver hasn't played since March 4th. Uh, Memphis played on Wednesday and beat Washington. Denver is mit- like missing a litany of guys out. Uh, it's easier if you just say it's uh, Joker, Murray, and M- uh, MPJ are playing. Uh, everybody else is questionable, though. Uh, Zach, did you say that uh, Fakuzia? Uh, I can't ever say his name. He's back tonight? Yeah, Faku is back for the Nuggets. Um, I-, I think the Nuggets are a team that's going to take off in the second half of the season. So, you know, definitely an interesting spot here. Uh, I, I, I could see both angles to this game. You have Memphis as a home dog, but I do think Denver is going to uh, elevate themselves in the standings here. Definitely are the superior team. So, you know, coming off that rest, Jamal Murray, he was a guy who said he needed to recharge, get take some time off. He got that without making the all-star team. You know, Jokic continues to be unstoppable. So I like the Nuggets coming out of the all-star break with a, a statement win here in Memphis. Um, you know, I think Memphis is a solid team and, and been impressed with them, but you know, catching only three points here, I think it's a good spot for Denver to go on road. Good. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I like Denver here, but I also like the uh, Grizzlies team total over 112. Uh, Denver not playing a lot of great defense so far this season, and Grizzlies are as healthy as they've been all season. Only Triple J is out, so I can see them easily going over 112, especially against a beat-up Nuggets, even if the Nuggets still win. Uh, Munaf, what are you thinking here? Yeah, I completely agree with you guys. I um, think this was a good opportunity for uh, Murray and Jokage, and, and hopefully they can get some of these guys back to them. I'm seeing a lot of guys that are uh, game-time decisions, but I think this break really helped Denver to kind of recharge their batteries and, and you know, get some of those injuries, uh, some extra rest with this week off. Uh, you know, Memphis is playing well, right? And, and like you mentioned, if you like the team total over for Memphis tonight, then I kind of like this full game to go over the total here also. Um, currently seeing the total listed at, um, give me one second, uh, 228. So, yeah, I kind of like that over uh, 228 tonight. But I agree with you guys, Denver minus a three, and also uh, love that Memphis 112 uh, team total over also. Uh, yeah, I like that, like that. Uh, hey, Trey, how's it going? And uh, sorry, Juan, I... I, you, I know you tried to come in, but uh, I'm going to hit the wrong button, so go ahead and try to come in again. Trey, how's it going? Hey, man, what's going on? I wanted to get y'all take. I'm just coming in now. I wanted to get y'all take on this Laker game for later on tonight. Yeah. If you spoke on it. Yeah, we could skip ahead to that. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm seeing uh, Pacers at uh, Lakers. Lakers giving up four and a half. I'm seeing a total of two sixteen and a half. Lots of action. Coming in on the Lakers, uh, neither team has played since before the All Star break. Uh, what do you, do you have a, a a lean on this yet, Trey? Well, I'm feeling like. Do you think you could take a push as far as just taking the, the paces with the points? Because AD still not back. 
yeah. AD and Gasol are out. I'm saying Kuzma and Caruso are probable, but um, and maybe the and Pacers were real bad before the break. I mean, they were 0 and six against the spread in the six games before that, and uh, they haven't even come close to covering in their last eight games as an underdog. So take that into consideration. Though they might be uh, feeling better after the break, and Karis LeVert is set to come back not this game but this weekend. So maybe they're feeling up on Karis LeVert coming back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Zach or Munaf, you have a, a take on this Pacers-Lakers game? Yeah, I think uh, in this game, you know, LeBron's obviously talked about he wants to come back this, you know, hot to start the second half of the season. So, you know, I think they should bring the energy tonight in terms of something they've been lacking going into the All-Star break. And I think, too, LeBron James player props in this game. Um, you know, he was rested in the All-Star break. And when you look at the personnel matchup, Indiana, I mean, with the injury of T.J. Warren and Karis LeVert still not back, they don't really have a bridge piece from their, you know, their guards to their bigs, right? And they play too big. So I think this could be a really good matchup for LeBron to go off, you know, points or points, rebounds, and assist prop. Um, you know, I like that personnel matchup for them. And, and then I, I would lean to the Lakers on the spread as well. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Juan, uh, sorry about that. I accidentally hit you uh denied you coming in before and uh what do you have what's your take today i'm sorry i'm at work so i'm driving at the moment when i invited um i was parked because i drive like store to store so i'm currently driving so i'm listening now but once i parked i'm I'm able to speak then all right sweet one uh you want to start joining uh munaf what do you got on this lakers pacers game yeah i think the the question for this game at least for me is going to be um Who's really going to stop Sabonis and Miles Turner inside, right? If you're saying Anthony Davis is still going to be out and Marcus Gasol is still questionable, I mean, who's going to match up with these two bigs inside now? So um, this might be a long game, at least for the Lakers defending the paid inside. So I'm not sure if LeBron's going to be guarding um, Sabonis or or what's what, what the story there is going to be. So I think that'll be something to keep an eye on, and maybe some player pops on Sabonis and uh, Miles Turner tonight. So. Uh, for a lack of bigs that the Lakers are lacking, I think um, I, I kind of do like the Pacers um, here against the points here tonight. So um, yeah, give me the Pacers here tonight. Uh, and I agree with Zach. You know, what LeBron said that he wants to come out and, and play well here in the second half, and he's just ready to go. So player props um, on LeBron here tonight coming out of the All-Star break. I'm currently seeing uh, points, rebounds, and assists for LeBron at 46, a little juice to the over. So uh, that might be one of the plays that I am on tonight for LeBron James. Do any of y'all guys think it's a lock on LeBron for saying LeBron James triple-double on the Lakers win? Do y'all feel strongly on that? I mean, LeBron is always a threat to get a uh, triple-double every single night just because the way he – can distribute the ball, rebound the ball, and score points, right? So I think that might be a good angle to look at here tonight, especially when, you know, like Zach mentioned, that um, they want to come out playing well here in the second half of the season. So I know they ended the second or the first half of the season kind of on a losing streak there. So, um, you know, expect LeBron to play well tonight. And, you know, uh, I think Lakers win a close one here, maybe by a, a deuce or a three points. Yeah, I mean that's got to be pretty long odds. The triple double and the Lakers win. What do you are you seeing odds on that yet, Trey? Uh, no, I gotta check that. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're right. Munaf's absolutely right. He's a, a threat to get a triple double every night. Um, looks like Juan's back. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? 
Now, yes. um, I have an issue. I use FanDuel as um, I live in New Jersey, so I use FanDuel as my uh, sports betting for the same game parlay. But mm-hmm. I've, I've come to realize that they don't have, like, the points of, of player props until, like, just before the game. Yeah, that's a it is a struggle with a lot of books and player props. They they wait till the last minute because especially this season due to the COVID. last second like COVID and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, you gotta just wait till the last second, I guess, huh? With that Lakers game, I probably take the Pacers over the one oh six and a half due to the uh, lack of paint protection that the Lakers would have. Ooh, I like that. So, I like that play. That's real good. I think that's probably the best player tonight for me on, on that game. Great. Great. I like that. Um, let's uh, – so, Trey, did we answer your question best we can? Yeah. Uh, cool. Oh, and Terrell just wrote in uh, plus 520 on the uh, LeBron triple, double, and Lakers win. That's on FanDuel. Um, cool. Let's – uh, rewind real quick because I did forget one thing on the uh, Memphis uh, Nuggets game. Um, usually, our our buddy Jong Lee is here, and uh, but he wasn't able to join today because he's on a meeting. But he uh, sent me a player prop beforehand. He likes Kyle Anderson over four and a half rebounds. Uh, he's hit apparently. Uh, Anderson has hit this number nine out of 11 games. And overall, he's averaging 6.1 rebounds this season. So I feel like that's a pretty good number. It feels a little low, four and a half for him to, uh, to hit his prop tonight. I was also looking at, before I even knew that Jong was looking at that, I was looking at uh, Anderson's points, rebounds, and assists at 21. That feels like a low number to me. Uh, he has been playing better. And while the Grizzlies are more healthy, which means he might take away some action, he does uh, handle the ball quite a bit uh, this season. Um, so look at Kyle Anderson tonight. Moonoff, any thoughts on Kyle Anderson tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like you mentioned, he's been playing well for um, for the Grizzlies, right? I mean, you kind of watch this guy play. It's like he's almost he's in slow-mo, but somehow we just – Yeah, they call him slow-mo. Done. Yeah, so I mean, he kind of gets the job done for them, and uh, – He's been a big part of their success here on uh, here this season. I mean, with all the injuries that they've been dealing with, um, take a look at home. He's averaging thirteen point six rebounds through three assists. So, you know, he, he's getting the rebounds. He's getting uh, a couple assists a game, and he's scoring the basketball for them too. So, um, yeah, I, I like what uh, uh, what uh, J- sorry uh, Jong had to say about that. Cool. All right, moving on to the Orlando Magic at the San Antonio Spurs. I'm seeing Spurs right now, minus six and a half. I'm seeing a total of 215 and a half. Uh, Public and sharp money is coming in heavy, heavy on the Spurs. And why not? Not sure you can make an argument for this uh, Magic team other than maybe uh, Aaron Gordon and Boots finally have a good game together. Um, Even if the line gets to seven and a half, which is uh, quickly creeping up to, I, I don't know when I would take how many points I would take the Magic at. Uh, because they're on a back-to-back. Uh, they did lead some of that Miami game last night, but then lost in the end. They uh, Evan Fournier out is out. Uh, Ross is questionable. So in the backcourt, they just have MCW and Dwayne Bacon as the starters. I feel like that's really killed them all season is their lack of backcourt. Um, so I do like the Spurs here, even minus the points. Zach, what are you thinking on this game? 
Yeah, I, I like the Spurs here as well. Um, I, I think, you know, with, with this Magic team, again, they're, they're a team you're going to see really start to fall off here. Um, obviously, deciding not to trade Busevich, but like you said, Fournier is out. The Spurs, you know, came back. They looked they looked okay in that game against the Spurs, you know, uh, against the Mavs, pardon me, as a competitive game. So, you know, I think a Spurs-Lakers money line parlay might be something I'm looking at here. Uh, I can do the calc on that right now. You know, seven's a pretty big number here, but um, – I do like this matchup for the Spurs. And, you know, you mentioned the lack of depth in this Magic backcourt. I think, you know, if you want to target maybe DeMar DeRozan here for some points and assists, um, it could be a good night for that also. Yeah. Uh, although MCW, pretty good on defense against. Yeah. Uh, and that is a uh, 20 uh, plus uh, plus 130 on Spurs Lakers parlay money line. Ooh, I like those odds. Uh, Munaf, where are you going with this Magic Spurs game? Yeah, um, I, yeah. I lean with the Spurs here tonight. Um, I, I think the only concern is going to be who's going to kind of keep up with Vucevic. Uh, but I think the injury concern with the Magic, with Evan Fournier out, with Terrence Ross out, with Cole Anthony still out, it's a lot of offense that they're missing. So where are the points going to kind of come from? I know they got Aaron Gordon back last night, but um, as far as I'm seeing, I, I think Demar Derozan is out tonight. Correct? Oh, he is. Yeah, I, I think they that. ruled him out. I think that I saw yesterday where they ruled him out um, for personal reasons. Let me double check that. Yeah, on on yeah, where I'm seeing the lineups, he uh, he's out here tonight. Okay. Okay. Well, so then, um, uh, that that does change things a bit, but I think that I still. I mean, I know the Spurs; they're they're kind of in a weird spot with Lamarcus Aldridge now sitting until they find a deal for him. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. Yeah, he says he's ruled out, but uh, um, I kind of like De- uh, Dejounte Murray here tonight. Obviously, if, if Demar Derozan is in fact out, I mean, um, Orlando really struggles against the point guard position. I know we said MCW is a great defender, um, uh, and he's getting a start here tonight. He probably matched up on uh, Dejounte Murray here tonight, but um, eighteen and a half points I'm seeing right now for Dejounte Murray, and I kind of like the over on that uh, for uh, the Spurs and Murray here tonight. Nice. All right, I like that. Uh, Trey, you got a lean on this game, uh, Magic Spurs? Uh, well, with y'all guys saying that DeMar DeRozan out, I probably would touch Keldon Johnson. I would take his points. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Rebounds as well, as far as on the player props. Yeah, I like that. What about uh, DeJounte Murray? Any love there? I'd probably take him on the points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Juan, you got any uh, leans on this Magic Spurs game? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I was just looking at the odds, and um, since I didn't know um, DeMar DeRozan was going to be out, so I really don't want to touch this game, so maybe I'll just try to hit like a home run and maybe touch Deontay Murray. Uh, Mm -hmm. Plus 25 points is plus 320. Put some lunch money on that and see what I can do with that. Maybe I, I can put uh, the player the player doubles, put the twenty five points in the win. Let me check the odds on that. That's plus four sixty. So, Ooh, I like that. I'm, I'm, I might I might touch that. All right, good uh, good takes there. Uh, moving on, we have the Miami Heat minus two at the Chicago Bulls. I'm seeing a total of two nineteen and a half. Both teams are on a back to back. It uh, looks like Bam is still out tonight. Uh, not seeing any player props listed for either team, at least on my book. 
Um, looking like uh, Kelly Olenek will start again for Bam. Uh, I bet Jimmy Butler will be on Zach Levine, so that might shut down uh, Levine or at least slow him down. Uh, for some reason, the Bulls are legit bad against the spread at home. Uh, 7, 11, and 1 against the spread at home, whereas they're 12 and 4 against the spread when they're on the road. Uh, Miami has been hotter. They're 7 and 9 against the spread in their last nine games. Maybe this team has finally woken up. Zach, what are you thinking for this uh, Miami Bulls game? Yeah, the heat, I think the Heat are back, McKee. I think I think your Miami Heat that you called going that deep run in the playoffs, I think they're gearing up for something similar. So, you know, I think that the Bulls, I would much rather take – I took them last night as a home dog against the Sixers. I think they were catching, what, seven? That game didn't cover. Um, so, you know, or, 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 or that was a better spot for the Bulls. I know there was injuries there. But, you know, I, I think with this Heat team, yeah, they, they, they've, been, they've been kind of a wagon. So coming in, Jimmy healthy, Jimmy looking good. Um, they got you know a win last night. Come in here on the on the back to back where the the Bulls have not been you know up to the task as a home dog. So I like the Heat here, probably on the money line maybe just to save that uh, that risk. But you know this is good. Yeah, I really like Miami here as well. Munaf, where are you uh, leaning? Yeah, like Zach mentioned, we were saying that Miami is you know back. I mean, I know they're still missing Bam here tonight and. Uh, but they played well last night. I know it was a close game, but they kind of pulled away there. And, uh, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler looked like he's playing well here for the Miami Heat. And he's kind of leading this team here in the second half of the season. Um, so I, I do like uh, Miami here tonight on the points. But I think a, a, a play that I really like here is Miami team total over the 111.5. I know Chicago has uh, been struggling mightily on the defensive end here. So, uh, I'm looking for some of these guys to knock down their three-point shots here tonight and, and, and Jimmy Butler to be Jimmy Butler tonight. So that might be an angle to also look at here tonight is Miami team total over 111 and a half. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Butler on Zach Levine? Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously Jimmy Butler is more than capable of containing uh, Zach Levine, um, even though, you know, we know Zach Levine's having an all-star season. So, I think if uh, Butler is matched up on Levine, that kind of um, puts a damper on Chicago Bulls on offense, right? They rely on Kobe White and uh, Zach Levine to kind of score majority of their points. And um, if Butler is matched up on Levine, it might be a long night for the Bulls here tonight. Yeah, you might even want to. I don't have it in front of me, but might want to even look at Zach Levine player props uh, points under. Might want to do one of those rare unders tonight. Yeah, let me take a look real quick if I can if it's posted yet. Um, you guys keep talking. I'll, I'll chime in with it. All right. Um, Trey, you got a lean on this uh, Chicago game? Well, as far as overall game, I think the Heat. But I actually think Zach Levine had a quiet night last night against the Sixers with only 19 points. So even with Jimmy, would have been some matchups with Jimmy. I could easily see him scoring 25-27. Yeah, so, because he had a quiet night last night. Yeah, because, of course, Jimmy not going to cover him the full time. So I can see him getting maybe some matchups happen where Duncan Robinson checking him and Hero checking him, and that's when he'll get the buckets. He'll be selective. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, Munaf, what are you seeing for a, a line for Zach Levine? Yeah, currently on my book, I'm seeing it at a 26 and a half for Zach Levine. So, I mean, it kind of looks like it's kind of spot on at that 26 and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still kind of like, like the uh, under there. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, if Jimmy Butler is matched up on him, um, you know, who knows? The struggles might continue for Zach Levine coming out of the All-Star break, right? He did play the All-Star game. Um, so it might take a little bit for him to kind of get going here in the second half. So, um, you know, maybe something to keep an eye on for the first couple games here for him. Yeah. Uh, Juan, how about you? Do you have anything on this uh, Chicago-Miami game? Um, I'm just rolling with the heat. Like you said, they covered nine out of the last ten, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling with the heat. I might take the heat, the minus two and a half, and then the under on the total team points. Uh, I mean, the total team game. So that's the bet I might be looking at myself. And maybe Jimmy Butler over on his points just because he used to play for Chicago. But maybe I'm not sure if he still has some, you know, hatred towards them or – Every every time I used to play against teams I used to play on, I always you know try to do my best. So yeah. I might even touch him on the triple double. I think yeah. last night he was two assists uh, short off a triple double, so I might touch him tonight on a triple double too. Yeah, something good to look at. I mean, that is three teams ago for Jimmy Butler, but uh, he does seem like the type of player to keep. Yeah, he uh, keeps everything. Little, he'll will. Yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Well, let's uh, get to our final game of the night that we haven't talked about yet, and it's a real stinker. <laughs> the Houston Rockets at the Utah Jazz. Jazz, I'm seeing, favored by 17. Um, I I was looking, I tried to like look up, is this is the highest spread in a while? And I found that the uh, Bucks-Nets game in the bubble was, uh, the Bucks were giving up 18 and a half, and the Nets ended up winning Straight up, which is insane, but uh, that was one of the highest spreads, according to Bet, G- uh, Bet MGM, that they had had since 1995. I've, I've seen some other 17-point spreads, but it's, so it's like right there. Um, I guess the Lakers played the Warriors in 2015 when they were a 17-point spread. So, I don't know. Munaf, I'm going to let you take this because they're your Rockets. What's going on with them, and uh, do, we take, do you bet this game at all? Yeah, I think this is a complete stay away for me, at least. Um, for the Rockets, I mean, we don't know who is going to be playing tonight, right? I think the report came out last night that P.J. Tucker is done for the season with the Rockets, at least until they find a trade for him to a contender. Um, Eric Gordon left last night with an injury. Um, you know, We're on a back-to-back situation, so we're not sure if Victor Oladipo plays tonight. John Wall was out yesterday with a knee injury, so... It's just a lot of question marks here for the Rockets, and um, I, I think if there was a play, I think you would probably want to take a look at Utah Jazz in the first half. Um, I think they come out strong, start the second half campaign, knowing that they got to protect the number one seed here. So, um, and if if I think there's two things of it, if the if if you like the Jazz, take them in the first half, but if the jazz, if it's a close game at halftime, you kind of want to play on the Jazz in the second half because you're in altitude on the second night of a back-to-back for the Rockets. And I'm not sure the Rockets have enough uh, on the offensive end to kind of keep up with the firepower that the Utah Jazz have. And, you know, this might be a game where, like, the Jazz kind of want to pour it onto the Rockets because in the past the Rockets have really owned the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. I know it was in the Harden era, but... Um, that's just something to kind of keep an eye on. But I think if I, if I'm going to play this game, I'll probably take Utah in the first half here. Yeah. All right. I like that angle. Um, 
Uh, Zach, what about you? Is it just uh, your your boy Jason Tate playing tonight for the Rockets? I don't even know. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I think with, with this game, I, I always hate these games because, you know, it, it's just, it's just, it's impo- it's a lose-lose, whichever, whichever side you're on, you feel like a sucker. But, you know, I think with the Rockets, I do think they still have something in their gut, but they, it's getting harder and harder to believe that, right? They're losing every single game, but this is the same team that had those inspired performances after James got traded, you know, against the Spurs and that kind of thing. So I, I will take these 17 points with the Rockets here um, and hope that they, that they show up in some type of way. But, you know, with, with six other games on the board and all this college basketball, if you're betting the 17-point spread NBA game, you know, I respect to yeah. I mean, uh, something to keep in mind, the Rockets haven't won a game since February 4th. They've only covered one spread since then. And their biggest spread was 11, uh, but uh, yeah, not one that they covered. Um, Trey, any anything here in the uh, Utah-Houston game? Yeah, man, like you said, they're coming in. The Rockets coming in on a fourth game, losing streak. Only bright side they have, if you're doing a single game parlay with this, is maybe touching Kevin Porter. He had a good little debut. That's oh a, yeah, that's good. Maybe touch Kevin Porter. Came out with a double double first game with him, so try that out. Yeah, yeah, that's something to look at. Um, how about you, Juan? Anything to touch here? No, I'm staying away. I'd rather bet college basketball. Than- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Whatever money I would bet on this game, I'll just put it on the parlay for college basketball. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Okay, um, we're going to round it out with uh, some uh, parlays tonight. Um, one parlay I was looking at, I have uh, Cleveland Cavaliers uh, money line, Nuggets money line, and Lakers money line. That's at a plus uh, seven five seven. So uh, good odds there. If you like a, a bit of a long shot parlay, Munaf, what do you think of that parlay, or do you have one? Yeah, I love that long shot parlay. I mean, it's Friday night. Uh, things get kind of wacky with uh, with the NBA, and uh, you know, I mean, I think a lot of the bookmakers might not be paying attention to the lines here because of college basketball going on, right? So we might find some value here on the NBA lines, but I love that parlay. Um, little parlay that I kind of put together here real quickly was uh, Miami minus the two here against Chicago tonight. And then the over on the Denver Nuggets and the Memphis Grizzlies. And um, let's take the over in the Sixers and the Wizards game 234. So three little uh, three team parlay there will pay out for you. Let's see here. Um, plus 585. Ooh, nice. And do you have a, a player prop of the day yet? Um, I was looking at either taking LeBron uh, over the 46 and a half uh, points, rebounds, and assists. And I'm also looking at Jimmy Butler here tonight um, uh, on the points. Currently seeing this number posted at, uh, let's see here, 23 and a half. So he's been covering that number uh, over the past four games. He scored 27 or more. So. That might be uh, another angle I'm looking at. I also like Dejounte Murray also tonight on the point. So uh, I am going to do a post here tonight or, or, or after we get done, get it posted on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So uh, look out for that for the player props here tonight. Awesome. Uh, Zach, any thoughts on those parlays or one of your own? 
Yeah, I, th- I think the Cavs money line is going to be the fun play tonight. So I am going to go with a uh, Cavs money line. Um, Cavs money line, Nuggets to cover, and Heat to cover, both those short spreads. And that is plus 1180. So Ooh. that's going to be fun to throw a 10 to win 118 uh, for the Friday night parlay. That's been the signature of the locker room. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a fun long shot parlay, even longer shot than mine. Uh, how about you, Trey? Any best bets or parlays you want to throw out? Oh, I've got the Lakers money line, Heat's money line, Spurs money line, Denver money line, and I actually got the Pelicans bouncing back at home, taking with the points. So is it good, you're doing a, a five-team parlay there? Yeah, five-team parlay. Nice. Yeah. That's a fun Friday night parlay. Yeah, they had a woeful shooting night with uh, pretty much the backcourt. So I believe they bounced back. Very good, very good. Uh, how about you, Juan, before we get out of here? Any best bets or parlays? So I'm still riding with the uh, Indiana Pacers over one in, 106 and a half. They hit, they hit over 106 at least like 18 out of the last month. Um, uh, the Spurs money line, the Heat minus two, and the Cleveland plus seven because – I would take a money line, but I just took the points instead. I think seven points is a lot to give up. Absolutely. In that game. So I, that 14 parlay is plus 853. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, love that. And uh, let's see. Uh, Terrell put one in our discussion. He's parlaying the Nuggets first quarter minus 0.5 with the Jazz first quarter spread at minus 5.5. And Cavs, uh, I think that's first quarter, plus two and a half. And that gets you to plus 40, uh, four, plus 543. Like that, Terrell. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like those first quarter bets. I like those first quarter bets. Uh, cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining the NBA Gambling Podcast Locker Room. Be sure to subscribe on uh, Spotify and uh, Apple and uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. We're here every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the locker room. Good luck tonight with all your bets. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.